our unseen artist, and we are giving the stage to underrepresented voices. I'm Courtney. And I'm Noelle. And this week, we are talking about why women should rule the world. I'm just kidding. But (laughs) the full title is for the show we're talking about is POTUS, or behind every great dumbass are seven women trying to keep him alive. And this show is wonderful, first of all. But it is about a group of women who are trying to fix the mistakes of a man. The president has said the word cunt on TV and the whole world is now in disarray. And that is where we begin. So it ran at the Schubert Theater from April 27th of 2022 to August 14th of 2022. The, uh, which is, it feels short, but I feel like it was there a lot longer than that. I know it wasn't, but I just feel like it was there for a while. Well, it was a limited run. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't the same type of limited run that, like, a lot of these other shows since then have been. Like, yeah. like at 11 weeks, 16 weeks. Like, it had a a, a few months that it was mm-hmm. there. Um, but, it was a, but it was a designated time because it had so many yeah. of those big name actors who all had other things to go and right. do. And Maybe yeah. because it ran, like, from spring through fall. It was kind of like a a very specific time frame so I felt like it went over a few different seasons which made it feel longer maybe and, yeah it uh, didn't it didn't start in like a typical kind of opening time yeah. it didn't run like a sort of typical uh Broadway right season show kind of runs right. but we um, also it's been a while since it closed and we've been seeing so many weird things recently that I feel like that true. is also kind of like adjusting our uh <laughs> expectations sure yeah yeah that makes sense too the playwright is selena fillinger she also this is her only broadway show that she's written um but she has also written for tv she wrote for the third season of the morning show and i pulled this from her bio on her website because i thought it was incredible it says i am a woman of simple pleasures i want joyful revolution tender leaders and rowdy art and i feel like that sums up POTUS. So what did you know about this show before seeing it? And I know you've worked it, so you'll, I'm sure you'll have a lot to say about it, but <laughs> what did you know before? Uh, well, I knew that it was women-centered, or not even centered, but a, 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 a all-female cast. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was really excited about that because you just don't see that very often. We have been lucky to see it was kind of nice because uh, with it, at, this is, of course, a tangent because and not related to your question, but it was really nice um, okay. having <laughs> at the Schubert. <laughs> it was really nice having an all women cast at the Schubert with POTUS and then also having an all women cast at the booth with uh, for Code Girls. So like right next door to each other, all women with these, this, these stories, like very, very different shows, obviously. But yeah, so that was kind of like really cool too, um, uh, when they were both there at the same time. Uh, but yeah, so I knew, uh, it, that it was all women. Um, I knew, uh, Vanessa Williams, of course, uh, was going to be in it. And so I immediately was like, dad, we have to go. And I knew that it was a farce. So, you know, we've talked about farce and and satire and all of that. Um, And so uh, I just had heard that it was going to be really, really funny. Uh, But I didn't know that much. I didn't know that, like, a lot of specifics about it. And I kind of figured that it would sort of be a commentary on Trump as president, um, which once you've seen it, you know that it was. Well, it is. Yeah. (laughs) It is never explicitly stated, but uh, yeah, it is. Um, And other similar type of non-leaders. And yeah, so I was just kind of excited for something funny and something fun um, and looking at the cast. But I knew that that I knew a bunch of the people in the cast. And so I was excited to see it for that. But yeah, I just um, had only heard good things about it. And so I was excited for it coming. And then when um, after it opened, I wasn't there right at the beginning for when it opened but once it did open I was able to get like a couple of shifts there and then I got put because I used to work when I did front of house I worked at so many theaters but then after you know the first little bit I got uh I was put there 
like pretty regularly and so that was really nice it was a it was a great of all of the theaters that I worked at and all of the shows that I worked on um which it, it was really nice to have a variety um it was at least for for front of house it was it was nice to to move around but um I really really liked being stationed there there are not a lot of shows that I would have been like yes I want to sit and watch this over and over and over again and laugh at the same jokes every night and like that kind of stuff and so that was really nice um because I literally you know front of house I was watching the show every night like for the most part um versus like backstage I'm just listening or interacting with the cast or whatever like at girl from north country i never really worked i worked the daytime so i didn't even really i wasn't even really there when the show was happening most of the time so uh but yeah anyway i didn't know that much about it but i was uh really excited for it and then i uh uh i loved it just probably i loved it more than i thought that i was going to uh when i did finally see it so yeah, I uh, I also didn't know anything about it. I mean, I knew you you had seen it and you were there before I saw it. So you had mm-hmm. told me a lot about very a lot vaguely about it, but basically well, I didn't want to give it away. Right. Which is which is yeah. what I appreciate. That's how I want it to be. Um I know but who you are. In that sense, I didn't, you know, I didn't know a lot going in. Basically the title that was like explained what I knew before. <laughs> it was <laughs> that was kind of it. And I knew that it wasn't a sad show. I knew that it was going to be funny. I knew that it was going to be, you know, a farce. And so I understood that it was going to be a, be a comment on society. So those are kind of the things I knew going in. But again, like, I feel like those are things, you know, just from the title. Like there's no, there's no question that that's, that's what's, what you're going to when you get there. Um, You would think that that is how people would feel but let me tell you having worked front of house we had many people leave like walk out during the show like oh my god i can't believe this or whatever i'm like did you see the title of the show right did did you just no okay okay cool we're just okay cool you don't you don't know what you came to see because I'm real confused yeah. why you're confused. <laughs> right. I I also oh. I had actually forgotten this, but like just when it got announced when the title came out, I remember um, Kathy, our boss, had like come up to me and she was like, have you already got tickets for the show? You have to see it. And I, no, I don't have tickets in advance. I don't decide until day I'm going what I'm going to see. But she like, I remember she went and saw it. She was like, you have to see this. This is right up your alley. You're going to love it. Like, so I did, I forgot. I did also have her telling me like, about it and that it was something that I would have to see that season she was like it's one of the, the most interesting shows this season so um that is fascinating I would not have expected her to have that opinion yes on it. yes um good but we also like yeah we also know as you alluded to the this show has a very stacked cast and oh yeah we have in the past discussed briefly how a lot of shows that you know throw in a lot of big names don't always cut it it's a lot of like they're throwing the big name to get the show out there whereas this one i mean we had lily cooper leah delaria rachel drash julian howe Susie nakamura julie white and vanessa williams and it was not just like a named cast like it wasn't just to be a named cast it was it was a well done and well built cast and um if you want to talk more about that no, it's um, it's interesting because, you know, there were a few people I I guess I should start by saying I was not totally sure um, about the, the entire cast. I uh, obviously know Rachel Dratch is, you know, like so good at this exact type of comedy, mm-hmm. um, this over the top, very physical comedy. Um, and so I, I, I knew that she was going to be great. Julie White um, was also amazing. And she's kind of funny because she's like this equal parts like very over the top over dramatic but she's also kind of the straight woman still um even though the, the really straight like character that kind of keeps everybody else grounded is is Susie's character well she's um Jean and so she's the <laughs> I, I feel like she is the most underrated in that in the whole cast because of the type of role that she had um, but I think she did just such an incredible job with it and her like straight faced kind of 
humor is uh it's it not something that a lot of people can do um and can do really really well and she yeah she she did really well with that um I really loved her and then I wasn't you know I wasn't totally sure about Julianne Huff because she's mainly a dancer I know she's been and she's an friggin' incredible dancer um of course, yeah. and so now she's been kind of expanding out into all of these different things and there's have been a lot of uh of actors and and other performers who have done that and so um it's been kind of interesting to watch her um because she did that uh that footloose movie oh right movie yeah I never um, watched it but yeah I did it's not great um the movie i heard not her, not yeah, yeah. her specifically but like the just the movie itself and i think part of it is just because the original and this is like st- what <laughs> a tangent no way um i think part <laughs> of it is just that the that that uh original movie is so like iconic for people that it's kind mm-hmm. of hard to um to do it the same sort of justice but i do love that musical on stage anyway so i'd seen her in that she didn't really have a ton to do um, she was that kind of supporting part and so she definitely what she was perfect for this role for Dusty lol she played Rusty in Footloose <laughs> <laughs> but she um she she did really really well and she was she really like had really good timing really played the character really well and the different kind of levels it, it it's not a hugely dimensional character and that's sort of like the nature of it. You can only do so much with so many. And, you know, the her character is more of a plot point than like a than a driving character, which is which right. is fine. You know, stories have that. Um, but I think she did an excellent job with with that and uh, what she did with it. And yeah, and I think uh, what's really nice is that they all worked really well together. Um, they were a great combination cast of people, even with uh, their all alternates um and understudies um everybody really just like connected really well and and did really well together they all had each other's backs and they all um you know have continued to do things uh together which is nice I uh was very lucky nice. to work on another project with uh Vanessa Williams and she had she and I were talking about POTUS and she was like oh yeah I just met up with the with all the girls last week and we had you know we had drinks and dinner and so I was like I, I love that that they uh uh, had such a such a strong bond together of like wanting to do this and I've seen um at some of the other openings uh for shows in the past like year that like a few of them will will go together to see things um and so that's that's pretty cute so you could like see that on stage how well yeah they all got along and connected anyway I think it's great that they all worked so well together and I think it really uh you could see it on the stage and you could see it through their their characters and and one of the really nice things about working that show and being there so regularly is that I saw a lot of the understudies although all of them like they pretty much only had other than like any sort of illness type uh issue they really only had their planned outings you know they didn't really have you know you see a lot of shows and like randomly people will be out for this that or the other thing but they were all like very on top of you know being there for all of the shows and so that was kind of cool too is that you did get to see some of the understudies they all had their nights and they all um played the parts so differently and you know we've talked about this before too I love seeing uh different people play different things and so that was really fun to see like how a very different actor plays the character just so differently and how it sort of changes some of the dynamic on the stage um and how they all work together but it didn't it didn't like take anything away or like change anything it was just like very it's just interesting to see how they interact anyway um it was just really lovely to see um to see it every night and then um sort of as life progressed and things happened in the world to sort of see how that um took I'm sure we'll go into this more later but sort of like we could see that uh take effect on stage and in the audience and and that kind of stuff too and so that was that was really cool um but yeah I think they just the the most incredible cast I think they just worked so well together and they're all just like totally lovely people um and they're all just so talented so that it's it's just so nice I've just been so blessed to work with like some of these amazingly talented people who are just like so amazingly nice too um and and grounded and and down to earth and yeah just 
yeah. really lovely people. I wasn't like super familiar with the whole. I mean, I like had heard their names, but I hadn't seen a lot of what they'd done. Obviously, Rachel Dratch, I expected to play the part well because this, like you, like you mentioned, this is what she's kind of known for, and so I was not you know that I, I did have expectations for her because I did know her and I've seen her in this similar type of role before and then just like in general I expected Julie White and Vanessa Williams to be incredible because you know I don't know that I could pin them down into what I'd be like oh I know them from this I know them from everything like they've both done so much that like and are such like I don't know like highly elevated names that like I already knew about them and knew who they were so I just expected them to do well regardless of what the role was regardless of the show but I wasn't really familiar with the rest of them I mean I know like I've now seen Lily Cooper in a couple of things and like but this was the first time I've seen her Leah Delaria I knew had a good reputation for acting because she did she did Orange is the New Black but I never it wasn't anything I'd ever seen yeah so I knew like Leah Delaria had like incredible acting like talent I just didn't know anything about her and again like you said with Julian Huff like I'd only seen her dance. I'd seen her on Dancing with the Stars. I've seen her other performances. So I was very familiar with her as a person, but not as an actor. And so I also was like, how is this going to go? And I hadn't seen Footloose or anything. So I hadn't even seen any of the like other roles she's played. Um, But again, I, I very much agree. It was an incredible cast. They did interact so well on stage. It like, it almost felt like sometimes that these people were just kind of like hanging out together and like, playing around like putting on a play together like for themselves and not that it was not like in an unprofessional way but in like yeah no I know genuinely felt like you walked into them hanging out having a great time doing what they wanted to do and like you were just there kind of observing that like outside of it not just the play itself um which was which was super fun and yeah I, I got these tickets like super last minute I think I like was like what show am I going to and you're like POTA starts in half an hour if you want to like come watch this like so I I was not prepared but it was great nonetheless and great cast um and and one of the reasons I did like it so much is because it was a farce and I love again love a good comment on society and so we've talked about this a bit and some other stuff and we talked about you know satire and stuff with Anomo but this still this had a bit of a different spin than I've seen a lot of other farces and satire lately which was really fun um, so I just wanted to talk a bit about that maybe the like political spin or just like everything in general what were your thoughts on that it's interesting because it's clearly very uh, uh comes from a very progressive a very liberal viewpoint um but it also like everything was like kind of fair game and so that was kind of what was really nice about it because it just sort of like made a ton of jokes about everything um and political leaders and relationships that we have uh you know politically with other countries um and sort of like uh this modern society um you you know they talk about twitter uh like korea is tweeting which korea like this whole like all these (laughs) like little just kind of funny things of like life now and what's also kind of funny uh we talked about this a little bit before I think with Ain't No Mo, uh, but it's like so hard now I feel like to do really good satire because the world has just become so wild that like how do you come up with something that's like more wild than what has already happened and so I think they had like a nice balance of um, sort of like really hitting some of the issues that we have seen but also like really dramatizing them um in you know a big way of like with the whole cunt thing which was like the the running joke throughout the whole show i can't believe i'm not wearing my uh <laughs> a cunty dawn is coming t-shirt right now i know um or like my oh cuz i don't have my cunty mug anymore cuz it broke but oh i have mine at the office so uh, i have mine <laughs> so like it's just like little mm. funny things or like um you know they had uh they had little pins that they sold that had um you know why isn't she president and stuff like that and so it was really nice because we had a mainly we had a rotating team for our front of house staff and and uh you know I worked covid safety so it wasn't uh we were sort of separate from the um the ushers and stuff who were all regular um Schubert people um and all like super wonderful 
but it was kind of cool because for our COVID safety staff and then sometimes for the um the security it we'd have just like all, all women and so we would just be like it was just really fun to like have this party of like all of these women just kind of like supporting the show that's all of these women and um especially a show about politics because you know we just don't it's still like amazing the more and more women that we keep seeing getting into political positions and stuff like that and so um so that's been like really cool and we sort of watch it It, it's funny because you know it's about the president and they talk to the president and about the president and the vice president but like mm-hmm. neither of them are actual characters that are there it's just you know right. the chief of staff and the press secretary and like all of these different people right um and so it's sort of interesting because when we see these other like political shows or whatever like tv shows like they're still like about the president or about the vice president or whatever that's exactly what i was gonna say (laughs) that it's different and then was just like able to be really funny and then i also think that that's a thing too of like where i think maybe not so much anymore but i think it definitely used to be a thing where like women aren't funny and so the fact that we have this like hugely hilarious show that is only women um was just it was just incredible it was just incredible and so I really enjoyed um being able to work on it and 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 do it and see you know all of these little funny pieces and kind of see how they you know thought about things like there's just like so many good like little one-liner jokes that were so like you know uh trickle-down economics is the worst like when they mentioned Reagan and like um, just like all of these different like things or uh, what uh, she, you know she's like oh I got my hair cut because I look more presidential and they're like oh yeah you look just like him or something yeah. like, all these little things where it's just like very uh, entertaining the way that everything mm-hmm. sort of happens um, and how they all kind of interconnect um, because yeah. really it it's funny because it's interesting because politics is like a performance right because you have to present however you want people to feel or how you want mm-hmm. them to feel that you feel or whatever right so it's like this whole this whole thing where everything is like an act so it's like you're watching this performance about all of the back end stuff of how they can then come and present what's really happening or what they want people to think is happening um with the president and what has happened to him and and with um you know, the other interactions that are happening and the, you know, the marriage uh, and all of that kind of stuff. And yeah. so that's uh, all very, it's just kind of funny, um, dramatic irony, how it all sort of comes together. Um, but I think it was done. I think it, and yes. Okay. So a lot of people were offended. Again, <laughs> I'm saying, did you read the title and what did you think you were coming to see? Because a lot of people that were offended, it was just kind of amusing to me. And I feel like they just had paid no attention. They were like, oh, big name people are like, this is the new show and it's supposed to be funny, yeah. but they didn't actually look into anything about it. And so then they're like, oh, it, this is not funny. And I'm like, it's actually frigging hilarious. So like you take yourself way too seriously. But um, it's it, it's so hard to, I think, make politics really funny uh and so i think that that they did a really good job with that um with the writing originally like the script is just so good and so relevant um and then you know with all of the contributions that uh that the actors made and and all of that so it was just um it's just interesting to see all of these pieces i guess and i think that it was just all done really well Right. And like, and I think like the, where you're talking about, like, it's hard to make politics funny because everyone's going to lean one way or the other and everything, someone's offended no matter what you do. And like the thing about this show where like, I do understand that people got offended by it, but I don't think it makes sense because I feel like they did such a good job of making it so ridiculous in general not yeah. as a very very like a specific of course there are things there are things that like reference trump but i feel like even if they were about people that you you know you liked or respected that it's something you wouldn't necessarily be offended by because like 
anyone like any president could have accidentally said cut on tv and you make fun of like this is how you'd make fun of it and it wouldn't matter who they are i mean i they can't because they are usually very regimented so they're not allowed to say things like that on tv but had they it's not like it would have been it's not like i'm looking at all our presidents and i'm like oh this one wouldn't have said that this one wouldn't have said that no they just better chief of staff that made sure they didn't say it like that's the difference like in my opinion and so like it just felt like it was so ridiculously over the top to be funny to make the comment but to also like keep it light enough and to keep it like kind of neutral more neutral enough like that it it didn't make sense to me that people would be so offended by it um sure maybe they're offended by the language because people get offended by language but that's a different like that's a different story that's not that's not about the show itself and like in talking about like you mentioned the political tv shows and stuff i watch a lot of tv and it is hard like you even the ones that are meant to be like comedic dramas are not they're not as funny they're not going to be as like quick-witted off the cuff as i'd like them to be things or get they're taken too sitcoms. seriously right yeah. they're either in there which makes them less relevant not that sitcoms are bad i love a sitcom but it's not the same as having like yeah. a comedic drama it's different and like and like you said you just see whatever the politician is that we're talking about whether it be president vice president you know whatever you might see a bit of a bigger role for like chief of staff who's like but they're not usually like a real character they're like a a right. plot character that helps it kind of move along and make sure that you're focusing on the things you're f- supposed to focus on and keeping up and not forgetting the parts the president and the vice president are supposed to play in the show um which is why i thought that this was so brilliantly written that it was like supporting staff it was not like you mentioned about the main characters like it was supporting staff but you never lost what it was supposed to be about and you still had those same like elements of like they're all still pointing to the main person that it's supposed to be about like it's not like they were like we're going to tell you about us hanging out at like brunch one day no they're like it's still the same story being told it's still the same story being focused on just from a different angle but it doesn't it doesn't take away and I think it adds and I think it adds different element from what we normally see which is why it I think it did so well and I think it was such a a great show um yeah well and that's one of the things too is um I think that people often think it's like the president like has all this power and like does everything but like you sort of see and like yes this is done in like a comedic way like ha 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 he can't handle this stuff on his own but even in like a more literal sense of like you have all of these people behind you because like you're a human and like even you know whoever your favorite president was like had all of these people who had to do these things and spin these things that like even if it was like something very like not meant to be offensive or like something very what you would think is like kind of insignificant but like everybody makes such a big thing of you know the little things that happen like with our leaders or with and you know like I have mixed feelings about that kind of in general anyway because I'm like sure well yes but also like you're still a human so you know but it's like you have to you have to have these people who can like spin anything and so that's like you know the the press secretary role like she's like oh yeah I can spin anything but you have to tell me what's going on so I know what I have to spin <laughs> like you know and so it's uh it, it's just funny when you start thinking about you know all of the different pieces that that come into it uh and how everything kind of has to be and even just like like there's the whole thing with the crux right um because you know she's earthy with her crocs she's wearing because you know if she's too you know she doesn't you don't connect with the people if you're always in designers and stilettos and like all this stuff right and so it's like that's kind of a funny thing but also like yeah it's it kind of makes you think about these certain issues that happen and you know the abortion issue and uh, gun control and you know all of these different things um prison reform and all of these things that they you know touch on but like in a funny way but then can kind of make you come back and sort of like think about it in uh in a real way also because it's sort of like bringing that stuff um to the forefront of your mind right so that part of it is like really cool too I yeah think they just um, did a really good job with all of the things i agree and i do want to talk about some of the 
lesser nice things that happen due to these type of shows. Um, and we don't have to deep dive into any one thing, but I just want to kind of mention and talk about the fact that when you do have a show like this, it's gonna get, um, there are some things that are going to happen that aren't going to be necessarily savory. For example, Roe v. Wade was reversed during the show run. And like you said, you have people walk out because they're offended because of things that maybe they shouldn't be. Um, so I don't have as much experience because I didn't work it. So if you want to talk about some of the things you did see that came from kind of that side of it, that maybe yeah, like the cast had um, to deal with or whatever. The I mean, the Roe v. Wade being overturned was kind of the the, the really big, uh, it had a big impact on the whole show. Um, and you sort of don't, you know, we've talked about this before of, uh, what I love about live theater is that you see a different performance every night um, and and things in the world, things that are happening with the audiences. And so we had like, you know, just in general, reactions would kind of uh, go up and down based on sort of things that directly affected the people in the audience. And that's how they would react, whether they would laugh or they would clap or they would cheer or holler or whatever or boo, you know, like all of these things based on because you just have these reactions right and it's this kind of loud show that um you can react to and it's sort of funny um this is like another side tangent but just like about like comedies versus like dramas so it in shows where they're kind of very quiet and very heavy a lot of them they the bars won't put ice in the drinks because it makes a lot of noise and so you won't get ice or you'll just get like only a little bit of ice or very small, like so that it's not jingling and, and clinking around in these like really heavy shows like Leopold sat or even like we talked about it at the Schubert before uh, POTUS was there. It was uh, To Kill a Mockingbird, which is, you know, a very different vibe of show. So um, so, yeah, for To Kill a Mockingbird, they didn't use ice in the drinks. Well, they were like. You pile in all the ice that you want for POTUS because they like played loud music at the beginning and they did all of this like you know these crazy lights and all of this stuff because they're like this is like the fun show we're doing a lot of stuff we're being loud like all of these things and so um you know people were not not like encouraged but like it it you have that feeling when you were there that like you could loudly react to things right you didn't feel like oh i'm gonna like disturb somebody because you know there's just a lot going on and it it, it wasn't that kind of vibe and so um so that was kind of nice you would see things and so we always got you know there's a there's a whole little abortion sent you know like scene where they where they touch on the issue um and you know there is a line that uh you know uh reproductive health care is a basic human right and it was always and that was Julianne Huff's line and she every night like delivered that so perfectly um and it's like and it's even perfect because it you sort of didn't expect it from her character and like this whole thing yeah. so there's all these things that are happening like all at the same time right so then we're sitting there and she you know it always sort of got you know a cheer or a or a clap or something there was always a reaction to that um but once Roe v Wade was overturned after that line there was a good five minute standing ovation people were cheering and clapping and crying there I think there's a video somewhere that like one of the audience members or actually they probably had somebody from the press team go and and yeah. and video it when they knew that that was going to happen because it was or the, when they found out that that happened because it was there, there was a huge reaction in the audience and you could see that reaction on stage like it hit you could see that it hit them particularly anyway saying these lines in this moment Mm -hmm. But then to also have that reaction from the audience, you just see Julianne and Julie holding hands and crying, like just sobbing. And it was one of those moments where it's like you have, you know, here is art like actually representing life and like talking yeah. about these things that are like so important. And so in this like really funny show, but so heavy. And it's like, we sitting there like 
sobbing. I started wearing my, you know, a cunty Dawn is coming t-shirt for the show, which technically we weren't really, but we weren't supposed to wear it, but nobody really cared. (laughs) I was wearing that with my blazer for the show because I was like, no, like this is like, this is ridiculous. All of this stuff that's happening in the world. Right. And we're talking about it. And so, you know, as time went on, obviously the, when it wasn't quite as fresh, the reaction wasn't as strong as that first day, but it was still like, right. and you could kind of tell depending on like who was in the audience too, like you would get these moments where people were like really, really cheering for it or really, really, you know, like reacting to all of these moments. Um, and so it's just, it's hard because there are so many, it, it it's hard because you're making a show about politics and the things of politics like when people are like oh i'm not political like politics literally affect people's lives these are things that directly impact people and so it's important i don't understand people who aren't political what does that mean you're not political, that you're just a cis, straight, white man, because like everybody else is pretty affected by politics or you're just, you have your freaking head in the sand because like, I mean, I am very privileged in where I sit, but like they, you know, if they're trying to overturn, you know, gay marriage again, like that directly affects my life if I want to get married or like partnerships or whatever, like, um, you know, in my family, the things, you know, that have happened politically, you know, racially. Um, and I worry about my nephew and, you know, all of these things in, you know, in my world, even if it, it's not, and like part of it is, you know, I, I feel so strongly about things anyway, um, that even if it doesn't personally, like myself, affect me like if it affects somebody close to me it affects me right um but so i don't understand how uh, other people don't have even a tenth of the kind of feeling about that kind of stuff and it's just like even if it didn't like even if i wasn't like part of the lgbtq community like even if i didn't have you know uh people of other races you know in in my close family if I didn't have you know these things I just don't understand the idea of like trying to say that somebody is less than you or somebody's lifestyle is you know bad because it's not like yours like I just don't understand that concept anyway and I don't really want to go on a whole tirade about this like very amusing show but it's um it's interesting that they can like that they can really bring all of this kind of stuff in and they do, you know, hit on that topic, too, of of race um, and stuff like that, too. And kind of both sides of that, um, where, you know, there's like, you know, as the uh, a Black first lady, you know, what are you doing for the Black community? Um, and then also just being like, you know, I am not only Black. You know, there's these okay. other things that I, you know, I'm doing and are important to me, too. And so I was like, that is like a really cool kind of dichotomy that they were doing, too, with these two Black women you know, a powerful moment on stage while still maintaining, like, being really funny and being, you know, it just, they just did such a good job of bringing all of these elements together um, in an entertaining way uh, without being like, well, that was a downer, you know, like, bringing up things that are just, that are downers. Like, they yeah, just and like, <laughs> and like, not to harp on it, obviously, but like, I I hate politics. I don't like them. I don't enjoy them. I am an attorney and I don't want to be involved in them. But there's a difference between like, I'm not going to go work in politics because I hate them. I'm not going to run a campaign because I hate politics. But that doesn't mean I'm not going to make myself aware of what's going on or do like be involved when it's my turn to be involved. Like, you know, like, there are you know you vote you do well you're also you're informed and you're educated even though you don't want to be you know you don't want to like lead a a campaign or whatever or you know i get that like so like people say they're like i'm not like they say i don't like politics i'm not political and it's like those aren't the same thing like right those are like you like 
I'm not into politics and I'm not, I don't want to be into politics, but that doesn't mean I'm not going to do the, like learn about politics. And like, it's just like everything else. You have to familiarize yourself. You have to understand what's going on. Like even again, like you said, even if it doesn't directly affect you, it's still going to affect your life in one way or another, even if you don't realize it. And there's a lot of things that, you know, these things come up that you, you don't have to like go out and find them all the time. They're just a part of life and you just have to like, (laughs) be a part of life too. Like that's just kind of how it is. And so it's not always as intense as people make it of, no, all these people are super political. No, no, it's just life. Like that's just part of what life is. And you just are all involved in it. If you live under one system, you're all involved in that system, whether you want to be or not. And like, that's not, I feel like that's not really a choice you get to make. You just, you can make a choice to ignore it and be part of the problem. Or you can choose to just like, go forward like everyone else and try to make the best choices every day and try to be involved when you can be. And so I feel like, I feel like that is a clarification. It seems like people just don't understand. Like you don't have to run for president to be quote unquote political. Like it's just, those are very different things. So a real tragedy to talk about aside from politics are the fact or is the fact that they did not win any Tonys at the 2022 awards as they should have. But they were, they were nominated for three that I will mention. Um, Rachel Dratch was obviously nominated for Best Featured Actress, as was Julie White. Both fair. Um, really shocked one of them didn't win. I do not remember who won, but I was really shocked it was not one of them. Um, <laughs> and last but certainly not least, they were nominated for Best Scenic Design by none other than our friend Beowulf for it. So now I would like you to tell people about the set because it was so incredible and interesting. And well, just okay. So I will say really quick, just to touch on um the before before I go into my uh my long winded journey on Beowulf for it and my love for him. Uh either he is going to find out about us and our podcast and he is going to become my best friend or he is going to like make sure that i never come into contact with him ever but anyway We're before be i get blacklisted. to that <laughs> I feel like this girl is crazy um no but before i get to that um the thing that's really difficult about having two people nominated in the same category from the same show is that they sort of then end up going up against each other and they almost end up canceling each other out um even when it's like something that's very different like they played two very different roles i think they were nominated for two very different reasons like obviously both like being amazing but it wasn't like they you know had they had a lot of like the same kind of stuff um and what was cute is that they work you know they all worked really well off of each other but the two of them worked really well off of each other also and so when they were doing you know press and things like that um after the nominations you know they did some really cute things together and that was fun um but yeah i think that it uh them both being nominated actually was more detrimental to them because you know they ended up you know who do you vote for in when it's in the same show and you love them both and whatever so then I feel like a lot of people end up voting for neither of them right because they're like either I can't choose or like some people are like oh no well I have to go with Julie because of this and other people are like oh no I have to go with Rachel because of this or like yeah not being able to choose and so then I think um I think it's far more common when people are in the same category it does happen you know, people will be nominated in the same category against each other and one will win that, you know, we've seen that happen plenty of times, but I think that sometimes it it can actually be a hindrance uh, when that kind of thing happens. Um, So that might be why. I also think that POTUS was like maybe kind of snubbed. Uh, My dad and I did have a conversation about this. He thinks that uh, Tony voters are very progressive. And I think that that is probably true. Uh, You know, there's a, there's a big, uh or a wide range i should say of of different types of people or uh not types of people but like different job types uh that people have uh 
uh, in the industry that vote for the Tonys and, you know, you have to see everything and, and, you know, they have all these requirements for being a Tony voter. I don't know exactly how you make it happen because I want to be a Tony voter, but um, let's do it. Let's figure uh, it out. I know. Right. Uh, So Kate Burton had told me, yeah, right. Uh, Kate Burton had told me that um, she's a Tony voter and or one of the Tony voters. And so even when she wasn't living in New York, when she was living in L.A., um, she, you know, would try to come back as much as possible because she had to come see everything. And she even tried to see stuff that, like, wasn't necessarily, you know, nominated or whatever. So there's all this all of this stuff. Right. Um, so. I feel like there, you know, it it's a good combination, but I feel like just like with how kind of political it it is and how a lot of people don't want to be associated with politics, or especially if they have, you know, a different uh or opposing, you know, political view, then I think that that could have been why um that they got snubbed because I was not the only person that I know that felt that they were kind of snubbed. That was a conversation yeah. that kind of happened about Hmm, why did they only get nominated for these things and why did they not win anything because the set and here we are this is our umpteenth episode uh, and our, everybody our knows talk about how much i love beowulf for it and how talented he is oh my god so this set it's fun because you don't typically see a set design like this um, you see a lot of sets that utilize a turntable, um, but not necessarily in this way. And so it's the whole stage was set up on this giant turntable and it's made in forced perspective. So everything was like in the back was smaller and in the front was bigger, if you don't know what forced perspective is, but so that you can sort of see it in like what would be sort of a more real like quote-unquote kind of or like when you're um drawing like cartoons or whatever and making things that are smaller that are farther away like mm -hmm. that kind of thing is is fourth perspective anyway so they did that and um and did an incredible freaking job with that and how they designed um or how he had like put you know art on the wall um to to still work in this sort of in this way and so everything was kind of you know uh, you're you're not in a room like you would be in a typical room you know everything is is angled and and diagonal and stuff and so that was really cool so then they're in each each room had its own sort of purpose so there's like the um you know the press room where she goes to give her press statements and you know take take uh uh, take questions and whatever um and then there's the um like julie white's character's office you know the the press secretary or not press secretary um the chief of staff's office right and then there's a bathroom and there's um like a sort of outside of uh like a hallway kind of thing and then there's the um vice president's office and like all these things right so you have uh, i think there's like five or six of them maybe five uh It'll take me too long to try to remember. But anyway, so the <laughs> whole thing would move. And then what was cool about that, too, is that they did have scene changes and things that would happen, but they also, like, things just moved into the next scene. And there were a couple of scenes that did that where it would, like, start in one scene and finish while the next scene was sort of starting while the whole set moved from one to the next so you had to stay you know there was no like actual stop the the one scene kind of continued but quietly right continued while this next scene started and then there was one moment where all of these scenes kind of happen just one at a time so the set just totally moves continuously like and doesn't stop and you're seeing this thing and this is happening in this room and then it keeps going and this keeps going and then you see this is happening in this room and so that was um it was just really cool um and what's nice also one because it looked incredible but if you have worked in theater you know that turntables are really like to be a problem they like to not turn often 
And so you do have to, you do run into stuff like that. And we did definitely see some issues with that. It's just sort of like the mechanics. It's what happens. It's live theater. Um, and you sort of deal with it. And that's why they do constant tests and maintenance on these things to make sure that they're still working. Um, and we did have a couple of times when uh, we had a very extended uh, intermission. Like the intermission was longer than either of the acts because we were having some issues with the turntable. And so they just opened the bars again and let people <laughs> do their thing. Um, and then there was one night when it did stop mid-turn. Uh, and that was really funny. And then they came out and made them all leave the stage and they fixed it. And then they brought them back and, it, and they did it all very so quickly um crew is incredible on these shows right and, and i love stuff like this like not because i'm like haha like bad things are happening but it's just like it's very interesting to see how people like connect with it and like the whole cast was like like <laughs> when it happened and it paused and they were like oh okay cool like we can't continue this next scene because we're not quite in yet and it stopped and so they like looked and they waited for a minute and then they started like chatting with the people in the front row. And then like, that's when the stage manager came out and was like, please leave the stage so we can fix this. <laughs> like, and then they sort of like, when they came back, like acknowledged it. They're like, okay, let's try this again. And like went back into it. And so like, I, again, like, I think that's just the beauty of live theater and you can't just like ignore those things. Um, but anyway, that has nothing to do with the set. Those are just like kind of, or like the set design, I should say. It's just kind of like things that happen in theater. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it was just like, it, it just added so much to each scene and being able to like go um go from scene to scene like that and not be you know bogged down into just one area or have you know all of these different set pieces and things um and i think that you know that can be done really well too and there have been and and beowulf for it has done some incredible sets that do that too you know like we talked about with new york new york that had giant set pieces that came in and mm -hmm. out and created new spaces and and so this was like very static spaces but they moved in and out and so that was like it was just really cool and I think he did um a great job with it and um and yeah I think it really added everything to it so yeah I have no idea why POTUS didn't win for set design I also don't remember what won oh the Lehman trilogy won so anyway I think that my bestie Beowulf should have won <laughs> as always but anyway it was just it was just incredible and it just adds to all of the all of the pieces were so well done and actually speaking of New York New York um, I think that the direction was done really really well also for POTUS and that is the same director as New York New York Susan Stroman um, and she, she just has nice. like uh, she's a choreographer and then, you know, there are a lot of similarities, I think, in the in the viewpoints of for choreography and for direction. Um, and I think that the those two pieces, uh, especially for musical, and this obviously was not a musical, but for a musical, those two pieces really need to work well together um, to have that vision and see how um, how that all works. And so I think that she's done a really good job of um, of sort of straddling that line. And so for New York, New York, she she choreographed and directed it and so obviously she was just directing for this one but um yeah it was just so well like the uh, um the big picture look at it was all just so well constructed um yeah. and all of the you know the choices that were made for all of these different things and so that was um really nice to see uh just v some very different works right that she's done yes um just a year apart but yeah she's um she's also incredible so uh i don't know why she didn't get nominated but i'll just be bitter about everybody who didn't win i just want everybody to win that's not true i don't want everybody to win but i, I want the people that i want to win to win is what i want right. yes yes <laughs> um yeah i agree i it was it was incredible um but we are coming up on time so i think we did cover a lot of a lot of it but is there anything else that you had final comments about thoughts about before we do wrap it up um i did touch on this at the beginning but i will say like it's just it's so hard to find a show that doesn't get old 
after a while. And I think that's really a credit to the writing. I think it's credit to the cast. I think it's a credit to everything because even just having watched this show night after night over and over and over again, um, I, I didn't get to, I was still laughing. I was still clapping. I was still, you know, doing all of the things. And, um, and it was very fun to see, you know, different audiences reactions to it because I enjoyed the show so much. Um, and then it was also just fun to sort of see as things developed, um, and see moments where things changed, things happened differently, see these minute reactions that the cast would have to those things, um, that no one else would notice but because I have now memorized the show because I've seen it so many times because I'm there every night like you know just these little things and so um you know I talked about this with six too you know there's not a ton of musicals that I could listen to that music every night and and not and have it not get old um but I definitely it did not ever get old um and even after even after I wasn't working there anymore and before the show closed I was like I have to go back and see it again and so I went and I took my dad because I was like you have to see this show um <laughs> because you know we're you know we're talking about it and you, you can't see everything um but I had told him how funny it was and he had told me at one point you know he he texted me and he's looking at it and he's like Vanessa L. Williams is in POTUS but that's not the Vanessa Williams <laughs> and I was like yes that's the Vanessa Williams who <laughs> I knew uh you know grew up she's done film and tv and all of this stuff right and 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 theater but when i saw uh into the woods um on an uh was it the first national no probably not the first national tour anyway there was a national tour of into the woods when i was younger um that my dad and i uh went and saw and vanessa was our witch and she was incredible and we were like in the third row and it was amazing um but yeah i have like been I have loved her for forever and she's just so incredibly talented also. And, you know, being able to see um, people, you know, just kind of in their habitat uh, and just see them be funny and still enjoy, you know, every, it was just, it was just nice. It was just a very, very nice show to be, you know, regularly on. Um, and so I was glad that I had the opportunity to do that. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it was, it was wonderful. And I wish I would have been able to see it more than once. I just saw it the one time. And I think it would have been really interesting because seeing it the first time, not knowing, seeing all the jokes and then being able to go back like a second time and like, enjoy it, enjoy it. Like, because you kind of know what's going to happen. You're not trying to like, what's the next thing that's going to happen. You can just enjoy the jokes that they are and catch. I'm sure you catch more every time. So I'm sure it's not one of those things that oh, yeah. like, you see one time and you know everything like no I, I I feel like this is a show you could see over and over for sure like but well it and so much of the humor it goes so quickly it's like spitfire mm -hmm. like this yeah. and that and 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 then they don't do it it's not like jokes where they're like but um you know afterwards like they go so fast and they deliver them so that like sometimes you almost didn't know that the joke just happened until you've already moved on. And so it's like past yeah. the time when you can even laugh about it because like other things are happening, but it's like, it's one of those shows that like you, even though you can just enjoy, you also like, it keeps you very like in uh, involved and paying attention yeah. because you're like, like, where are we going next? Like what's happening next, you know? And you don't want to miss the next thing. And so right. that, um, yeah, it's just incredible, incredible. And I, Vanessa and I talked about this too like how did it not go on tour I right. that I don't understand so yeah. maybe but yeah she was like I don't understand how they didn't want us to tour but okay <laughs> yeah no, she was that's like wild yeah so interesting yeah but yeah incredible just an yeah. incredible and, show uh, yeah and so that is POTUS and uh we we loved it like I said but if you want to find out more about what we're talking about if you want to discuss some things with POTUS if you if you want to talk politics we would probably talk with you off the air um but you can find us in all these places to do this on all the social media at unseenartist.org you can email us directly info at unseenartists.org um 
and you know we'll talk to you about whatever if you want to work with us if you want to know what's coming up if you want to make suggestions you have thoughts ideas concerns we love suggestions we love if you're doing a show doing a show writing a show having a show whatever let us know we'll come see it we will yeah ask lee um we show up when we're asked to (laughs) yeah but yeah and on that note um i'm courtney and i'm noah and we are unseen artist bye-bye